Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Hi, everybody. This is Monica Reinagle, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. And today, I'm going to talk about which foods account for most of your exposure to pesticides. When we talk about pesticides in foods, we often focus on fresh produce. For example, I've talked in the past about the so-called dirty dozen, which are the fruits and vegetables that tend to be highest in pesticide residues. And you'll find a link to that episode in today's show notes at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Recently, though, Nancy wrote me to ask how much we need to be concerned about pesticides in food other than fruits and vegetables, such as grain-based foods or dairy products. Of course, one way to avoid exposure to pesticides in foods is simply to choose organic foods. But for most of us, a 100% organic diet isn't realistic or affordable. If you know which foods are most likely to contain harmful pesticides, you can prioritize your organic purchases or even avoid those foods altogether. According to the FDA's most recent pesticide monitoring report, your biggest dietary exposure to pesticides is from non-organic produce, especially those fruits and vegetables that are higher in pesticide residues, such as apples, strawberries, celery, peaches, and spinach. You know, not long ago, a reader wrote to ask why the FDA allows these fruits and vegetables to be sold if they're so high in pesticides. And the answer is that even though these foods may have a higher pesticide residue than others, the amount still does not exceed what the FDA considers to be safe. Of course, it is possible for foods to be in violation of those legal limits, and the FDA regularly samples foods in order to catch violators and remove dangerous products from the marketplace. Certain countries have been found to have high violation rates. Produce imported from Guatemala, Ecuador, and Taiwan, for example, is 10 to 15 times more likely than domestic produce to contain pesticide residues that are in violation of the FDA's limits. In particular, imported chili peppers, basil, and papaya were especially likely to be unacceptably high in pesticides. So here's the quick and dirty tip. If you're concerned about pesticide residues in non-organic produce, be sure to take note of the country of origin label that's required on all fresh foods. So besides produce, what other foods may contain pesticides? Grains and grain products are the next most likely source, with pesticide residues found in about 20% of domestic samples, but none in excess of allowable limits. Wheat products and breakfast cereals were the most likely to contain pesticide residues, and oat-based products and pasta were the least likely. Interestingly, imported grains are only half as likely to be contaminated as domestic sources. But overall, the percentage of grain products with detectable pesticide residues was about one-third lower in 2008, which is the most recent year they've tested, than it was in the previous year. 
the next most likely source of exposure is seafood. About 14% of both domestically harvested fish and imported fish had detectable pesticide residues. And this is also significantly better than the previous year. None of the shellfish tested, however, had any detectable traces. And this next one may surprise you. None of the milk or eggs sampled contained any detectable pesticide residues. Of course, there are other reasons that you may prefer to choose organic dairy products, such as the fact that organically raised cows are not given hormones or antibiotics. And again, check today's show notes for links to previous episodes on both of those topics. Among the miscellaneous foods they tested, which included nuts, seeds, oils, spices, condiments, coffee, tea, beer, and various dietary supplements, most had no detectable residues. Imported chocolate, tea, and refined vegetable oil were among those that did. If you'd like to explore this information further, I've put a link to the entire pesticide monitoring report in the show notes. Pesticides are definitely nasty chemicals, and the more you can minimize your exposure, the better. And this is especially true for young children. The National Academy of Sciences estimates that 50% of our lifetime exposure to pesticides occurs before the age of five. Why is this so? It's because children consume more fruit, more juice, and more vegetables per kilogram of body weight than adults do. Giving babies and young children organic fruits and vegetables can dramatically reduce lifetime pesticide exposure. Now, the information I'm sharing with you today can help you to prioritize your efforts to avoid pesticides. However, I really want to put this information in perspective. It's estimated that fewer than 4% of all cancer cases can be attributed to chemical exposure, and that number includes all the people who work in chemical plants or other occupations with very high exposure to chemicals. By contrast, unhealthy diets are implicated in up to a third of all cancer cases. In other words, do what you can to minimize your exposure, but don't let fears over pesticide residues keep you from eating or feeding your kids fruits and vegetables. Making healthy food choices such as fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts, seeds, and other minimally processed foods has a more profound impact on your health risk than eating only organic foods. And finally, remember that food is not the only way in which we are exposed to pesticides. If you live in an agricultural area, for example, you might want to have your water tested. And even if you don't apply any chemical pesticides to your own lawn or garden or home, they are probably used by your neighbors or in your workplace or apartment building, in parks, shops, and restaurants that you frequent and other common areas. Just walking around the world, you're likely to pick up a fair amount of pesticide residue on your shoes. If you wear your shoes into your home, pesticides are deposited on your carpets, where you or your kids may sit or go barefoot. Leaving your shoes at the door is a highly effective way to reduce the level of chemicals in your home. Do you have questions for me, comments, or suggestions for a future topic? Post them on the show's webpage at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com or come join the discussion on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I answer a lot of listener questions in my free weekly newsletter, so if you've sent a question my way, just be sure you're signed up to receive that. Until next week, this is Monica Reinagel. Thanks for listening, and eat something good for me.